my uncle Bill got a still on the hill where he'll run y'all for a gallon or two. The buzzards in the sky get so drunk they can't fly from smelling that good old Mountain Dew. They call it that old Mountain Dew, and their magic music are few. I'll hush up my mug if you fill up my jug with some good old Mountain Dew. Poor Uncle Lord, he sawed off in short, he measured about four foot two. But he thinks he's a giant when he gets him a pint of that good old Mountain Dew. They call it that old Mountain Dew, and them magic it are few. I'll shut up my mug if you fill up my jug with some good old Mountain Dew. How's that for an intro? Welcome to episode 39 of Tremendous Opinions Podcast entitled Mountain Dew. I'm your host, Chester Witwicky, your host with the most, with a nice episode lined up for you. It's been a hectic couple of weeks. The last podcast I did was a vinyl soul searching where I explained I kind of got into it with some fans at a basketball game, this, that, and the other. A lot has happened. Uh, But I wanted to start off with that. Some good old Mountain Dew. I have been watching a lot of Moonshiner videos lately. I don't know how I go down these video rabbit holes, but growing up in being from the mountains of North Carolina... I heard a legend of a man named Popcorn Sutton. He is a old school moonshiner that did it like the old school days, like from the 40s and 50s, and just carried it on where you build a still in the mountains somewhere and you run off moonshine. And that, for some reason, has always been who I felt like I was. I'm supposed to be a mountain man moonshiner. It's uh, It feels good to watch those videos. And I feel like no one else in the world knows that song, except for like four people in Haywood County, North Carolina. Good old Mountain Dew. A heck of a documentary on YouTube. It's about an hour and a half long. The Last Damn Run of Liquor I'll Ever Make by Popcorn Sutton. It has like 7 million views on YouTube. And it's worth your time. Just, it's a laugh. So, that's a nice intro to the pod. I like singing songs now. Who cares? Uh, I am going to go off my notes because I want to kind of get through this one kind of quick so I can edit it and put it up tonight and go to work in the morning instead of taking like two or three days. I've been going nuts at UNC basketball games. My boy Manic only has three games left in the regular season, so I'm squeezing the juice out of this thing. And I'm yelling at referees. I'm yelling at the other team. The other day, I was yelling at our own Tar Heel fans because they got into it with me, and it was nice. I had some backup, baby. Your boy's not out here alone. I would do it alone, but I just happened to have some backup with me. I got to carry the section all the time. Really, dude? I've been to a few basketball games since I did a video podcast. We went to one last night at home against Louisville. I made the trip to Virginia with Big Carry, the number one podcast viewer. He got a shirt to prove it. 
we went to Blacksburg, Virginia into what seemed like the 300. Like their student section looked like Spartacus. It was all blacked out. Everyone had the same t-shirt on, yelling cuss words and obscenities at our peoples. And it was tough not to blow up and say something, but I kept my cool. Do you know why? Because I was sitting right next to some freaking legends, dude, and I couldn't embarrass myself. I didn't even introduce myself and ask for a picture. I kept it cool, and I'm proud of that. But at Virginia, they play Metallica, Enter Sandman. And it just sends chills up you, dude. They did a great job. Their PR or whoever, the tech department, I don't know who made that call, but that was a great call. The Enter Sandman is probably, I mean, I love Jump Around. The UNC tradition has been going on for years and years, and it's not going to stop. And it's a good tradition. It gets everyone fired up. And we have great home games, so I wouldn't change a thing. But, dude, that Virginia Tech experience is something else. (sighs) The year has gone by so fast. I have a UNC tattoo on my chest from like 10 years ago. I never thought I'd be going to these games. A comedian named BDOT is the... UNC basketball ambassador. He's the MC at, at all the home games. And I met him last night. He's super cool, dude. Look him up on Instagram, BDOT. Uh, cool guy in person. He gave me the time, and he's cool, man. He commented and stuff on Instagram. He's just, he's next level. He, I didn't know what to expect with an MC at UNC basketball games. To be honest, I thought it was going to be cringy at first. But, dude, BDOT's a real one. He can carry a crowd and do it well. So, mucho gusto, BDOT. Thank you for being a good guy. I put a good word in for you for whatever my two cents counts. <sighs> my yelling at the refs does get out of hand sometimes, I'll be honest. But I feel like it's in a good way. I don't uh, verbally attack like their wife or something like terrible. Like you hear some NBA players doing. I don't go that deep, but I try to go for funny and obvious. Like if, uh, I don't know, if he has big ears or something. I don't know. I'll point it out in a nice but funny way to the point where I have backup. Like I have people, if I just see like some shoulders chuckling, I know I did my job. I forgot to put my phone somewhere. But taking my aggressions out in life, I mean, the past two years have been screwy for everybody. If the worst thing I do is yell stupid things like a child at a ref, I'm okay. I'm in the clear, dude. I saw something today. I was driving to North Raleigh, just on a regular highway, and... I see a blue Mustang behind me in the mirror speeding past and driving crazy so I just keep it in the right lane and sure enough he's weaving even like off road and hitting into the dirt and the grass. He's probably going like 120 miles an hour just going through everybody driving crazy and then I see a Tesla police car which I've never seen before 
a police SUV and a motorcycle all chasing this Mustang. So I was like, dang, that's crazy. I felt like the fat kid in the Goonies, like squishing the milkshake against the glass. I almost wrecked the truck off the embankment. But it was cool to watch. I just watched him disappear into the distance. And I got to the place I was going, and I told this guy, Marcus, I was like, yo, I just saw a police chase on the highway. And that guy was driving like a maniac. And he's like, what? So I thought that was it. I left, continued to work. I get a call from Marcus. He's like, dude, I'm watching the news. That car that you saw crashed into a building and like caught on fire. I looked for it on the news. I wanted to, a snippet to put in the podcast so bad. But I couldn't find a thing. I, I don't know. But I'll believe Marcus, dude. I saw a high-speed police chase that ended in like a car explosion today. So... If the worst thing I'm doing is yelling at a ref, I'm okay. The whole world's going nuts. My aggressions with the refs, I'll give examples. I've written down a few of the names that I call a ref. Like uh, One of them looked like Joe Rogan, just a shortish, bald guy uh, that looked like he took vitamins. I don't know. I called him Joe Rogan, and it got a chuckle. There was one that looked like Tracy Morgan with, like, thick eyebrows. He had, like, caterpillars for eyebrows, but looked just like Tracy Morgan. Uh, One of them looked like the Green Goblin off of Spider-Man. That one got a laugh. Just like Green Goblin, and that's what I called him. Uh, One looked like Ken Peel. Not the shorter one, the taller one. I don't know which is which, but... Just like that guy. And that one got a chuckle. And my favorite one, dude, my favorite guy, I'm going to be sad to see him go, is Sea Caucus. For those who haven't watched Goodfellas, Sea Caucus comes from a pivotal scene, or like a, it's a famous scene in Goodfellas, where uh, Joe Pesci's talking about some bank robbery job or whatever. And I just call the ref Seacaucus because he looks like Joe Pesci. And I really don't know if I didn't explain that joke, if anyone would get it, because I feel like I'm the only person I know that's watched Goodfellas like a hundred times. But it's whatever, dude. I think I, I live for inside jokes. I love making myself laugh. And Seacaucus... And that guy's the 05 slick back haircut, like he just ate a Cuban sandwich, is the best thing in the world to me. I love Seacaucus. Like, I hated him so much that I love him now, and I don't want to see him go. Kind of like Coach K. It's Coach K's last season coaching. I figured he would have been long gone by now, really, but I still, at the same time, can't believe that the day is coming. No more Coach K. That's amazing. That makes me want to crank up with the boys and sing good old Mountain Dew again. Between having to look at his red ears in the press conference, for whatever reason, his ears just look like they're red plastic and they're shiny. Look like there's like oil dripping on like someone rubbed a pepperoni pizza on his ears. I don't know what the issue with that is. I think that's from alcoholism or something. Anywho... No more rooting against Coach K. That's like uh, 
when a villain is caught and thrown in jail. Like now Buzz Lightyear has no one to, or you know, I don't know who the villain is in Toy Story. Uh, you get the point I'm trying to make. There's no one left to hate anymore. It'll be okay. I still got a couple weeks to yell at him and not like him. Three games left in this season. And I feel like my life is going to change after the season's over. I've always jumped up and down about basketball. Always. But this season in particular, oh man, it's touched me different. And proceeding forward, I'm not going to be the same. I'm going to have to be like a big uh, NBA fan of a certain team. I don't know. Uh, It's going to affect my relationship with the Tar Heels. But I'm forever. I'm I'm loyal. I'll do it. <sighs> I'm super monotone this podcast. I think it's from yelling obscenities all night last night and then I that wasn't my first run. I did practice singing Mountain Dew with the boys like two times. I was cranking it while I was setting everything up and dude, that, that'll take it out of you too singing those moonshine hillbilly mountain songs. That's a such a good documentary. The Last Damn Run of Liquor I'll Ever Make by Popcorn Sutton. I'll recommend that to any and everybody, no matter what your taste is. It's funny to watch, dude. Not just the car chase. The crazy things that I've been seeing. Just in my random comings and goings. Like sitting on the front porch a hawk or like an owl or some freaking huge pterodactyl bird flew over me and made like a woof noise and it like shook the, I don't know, it like had like a sonic woof woof to it and like made your ears pop. It was freaking weird and it flew right above me and into the woods. I saw it fly away. I couldn't tell what it was. Then, pretty short time between each other, sitting on the front porch, and I see two foxes. Who sees foxes? Two of them. Just running around. Weird stuff is going on. I don't know what that's a sign for or what that means, but uh, I think it means that UNC's going to beat Duke at Coach K's last home game. That's what that means, baby. That's what the foxes were trying to tell me and the bird was letting me know, too. They all know that Mr. Brady Manick is going to march down Tobacco Road into Cameron Indoor Stadium and drop those boys off because that man is Himothy. That's a big Boeing. And that man has some merch dropping this Friday. Manick Monday merch dropping this Friday. I think the PR people at FanJoy should have dropped that on a Monday. But there's not a lot of time left, so I guess, yeah, the, the sooner the better. This Friday, Manic Merch, new. And I don't know how long it's going to be for sale, but it's cool stuff, dude. You should see the line of kids and the line of people. There's grown men that look like they make moonshine. It's like the people that I was just singing with a second ago. They're all lined up outside of the Dean Dome. 
trying to meet Brady, get get a pick, an autograph, and dude, it's been a fun ride. I'm looking at it like it's over already. We got the meat and potatoes still to go. We're making the tournament. I say we, but really, I went to UNC basketball camp in eighth grade, and I, I just got really serious and emotional. I went to UNC basketball camp in eighth grade and got a letter of certification from Roy Williams himself claiming that I'm a part of the UNC basketball program, so stick that in your pipe and smoke it. I say we. I go into the big dance. It's March Madness. Myself, I'm going to drive like six hours south down to Georgia and do March Madness down there with my brothers. We're going to tear my brother Corey's house to the ground, probably. And I fully plan on filming a episode of a podcast down there, Boomstick Madness, with the original cast of the Boomstick episode from a few months ago. It has the most views of any of my podcasts. So I'll rerun that, do a V2 of burning Corey's shed down to the ground, and, oh man, try to take these last three games in. I'm so sad and heartbroken that this year has flown by as quick as it has. And I'm going to upgrade my uh, setup very soon. I'm going to get a new camera so you can actually see what's going on. And hopefully my candle doesn't make the camera go... But it is what it is, dude. Like I said, I'm not filming Jurassic Park over here. This is a lowly, subpar podcast, and if you can't deal with it, watch freaking whatever it is, CNN News or something, I don't know. Speaking of, who even knows if we're going to be watching anything any any longer to begin with? I'm pretty sure we're in a war with Russia. Who knows anymore? Who knows? I'm just going to sit here and stew in my happiness and sing good old Mountain Dew with Popcorn Sutton, J.B. Raider, and the boys. That's what your boy Chester Copperpot's going to do and sift through my basketball cards and wait for Armageddon to come. Because who cares? Oh, that's such a Johnny Raincloud Debbie Downer. This... Last game UNC played last night. Your boy Brady led the game in scoring and topped it off with a sick Magic Johnson pass for the flush. So the stock is rising on the big old boy. And it would be unjust for you not to get some of this merch and let this man enjoy his spoils. Thank you to the whole Manic family for everything you've done for me this year. Let me be the unofficial brand ambassador. Trying to thank you prehand, dude. Give you your flowers while it's still around. I know Carrie's probably the only person that clicked on this podcast. Thank you, man. I really appreciate you. I am going to wrap it up. But, ah, honestly... Yeah, dude, I'm going to freaking try to play piano again. That's what I'm going to do. I think it's... Yes, it's still on. I am not as polished on this one, but I'm trying to keep my promise, man. This is going to suck terribly.
but here we go. This is a little jam I've been working on. Oh, geez. I didn't, didn't warm up for this. Thank you for clicking on episode 39. I didn't really talk about anything, but I'm honestly trying to wait over until some of my guests get in here and we can really shred something for you guys. Because what do you want me to talk about? Uh, I got nothing for you, baby. My UNC stuff is what I'm concentrated on right now, and that's what we're doing. Manic merch. Friday. I'm going to keep pumping it, and... We play NC State Saturday. I'll be in there like swimwear one way or the other. And I think I'm going to have some extra time to edit this podcast. So hopefully you've already seen it at this point. So hopefully it did turn out decent. Mucho gusto. And oh, dude, I wanted to freaking talk about this. The halftime show last night. Okay. I've been used to like seeing like a Zumba class. Or something, get out there and strut their stuff at the halftime show. They did have the plate lady. The lady that's on the unicycle and she throws the bowls or whatever. And she did great. That's awesome. But let me tell you. Last night at the UNC game. First off, the the performances, both of them, dude. The National Anthem. These two dudes with cellos went off. And I didn't want to be disrespectful and just have my cell phone out like a moron so I recorded the audio just with my phone down to the ground so I'll play that for you just to see what I'm talking about they totally killed it and that was to start the game at halftime we had a I think there were students at UNC like some club that did like the interpretive dance or something they were I guess they were all Middle Eastern. I don't know. But they came with some jig that just tore the house down. And it was better choreographed. And you could definitely tell that these kids were smart. Like they're neurosurgeons and freaking rocket engineers. And they're out there doing this interpretive dance. And it's so uniform and well choreographed. Who am I? I'm, I'm not... Simon Cowell or whatever his name is. I can't judge anyone's performance. I suck. But all I'm saying is that choreographing whatever they did, you could tell they worked so hard. So hard just for that halftime show. There was about 20 of them out there. And it was so impressive the way they were smiling, the way they were dancing, the way they carried themselves it made me feel bad about me and what I'm doing. You could immediately tell that all of those kids were way better human beings than me. 
dude. And that's what I told my sister. I nudged her and I was like, dude, all of those people are way better than any of us. Meaning like traditional Americans. It was embarrassing. And I may be wrong. They may be totally awful people. But that was just the feeling I got from watching them do that halftime show. The best halftime show I've ever seen. This guy had like this Indian type of vest that had a UNC logo on it that was fire. It looked like something Rick James would have on. Fire. That was the best halftime show. I know that this is not going to get back to any of those kids, but bravo. That was the best halftime show I've probably seen in my life. That put up with Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg the other day. Definitely the Mary J. Blige part. All right, that's it. No more ear beatings. Thank you for listening to my nonsensical, never-ceasing rantings and ravings. This has been episode 39 of Tremendous Opinions Podcast. Looking forward to getting another guest in here and really throwing down. So hopefully that happens soon. Thank you. Have a good week. Hey, no!